Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face And still another hundred miles to my next resting place Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's happening? I'm getting ready to sell my house. Stop it. You just moved into that house. I know. Is it because of the damn tree? Well, partly because, you know, the damn tree took down all the trees and now we have no privacy in the backyard. And on top of it, COVID hit and it's just too small now. It was perfect before COVID. Now it's just too small. Oh, because you're locked in there all day, every day. Well, and, you know, we had an extra room and now it's Jeff's office. And, you know, I used to be able to go out to work out. Now I can't. So, you know, it just, yeah. Are you bringing all the wood with you, by the way? Uh, we'll, we'll bring about half the wood with us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The other half will be a bonus for the buyers. So my house is on the market if you're looking to buy. <laughs> I was just going to say you should post it into the Facebook community. It's I not think up people, yet. But, you know, <laughs> when you it goes on. The, the, the head start, you know, I'll, I'll put it in the, uh, the podcast community. Yep. And that's if you want to go and see Kelly's house, you can, you can go into Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta on Facebook and, and get the lowdown, the skinny. <laughs> Can you bet people are going to want to do that, Kelly? People are going to want to buy your house because a famous person lived there. (laughs) You know, I've had a couple of people come on discovery calls with me recently and they're like, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. And that's so weird to hear. You know, (laughs) it's like, really? Okay, cool. I just talked to people out of my house. But yeah, I'll be a celebrity today. There you go. That rocks. (laughs) Speaking of being celebrities today, we have a friend with us today. Yeah, so we've got a friend of mine here. Her name is Junie Moon, and I've known her for like forever, like 10 years. And Junie and I spent, oh my God, we probably spent 10 minutes trying to figure out how we met because neither one of us could remember. That seems to be a thing for you, Kelly. It is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. I never remember. You've got forever friends and you've either met them at some event or you met them in another life. Yeah. And, and, or both. Yes, or both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least it's, at least this isn't the person who looked at me and said, Oh my God, how are you? I haven't seen you since the Crimean War. You know? <laughs> I get those too. But- yeah. So let's welcome Junie. Welcome, Hi, Junie. Junie. I'm so glad Hi. you could come. I'm so glad to be here. And I'm so glad we were able to track where we met and how long ago it was because it really was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, it was. And, and how fun to be able to play in this sandbox now. I know, right? <laughs> So, um, Junie is amazing. Junie also does transformation work and she works specifically with people in, with women mostly in midlife, right? And, and in finding love. And so today we're going to talk about the love blocks and how to find healthy intimacy. So what are we going to share today? Well, we're talking about love blocks. <laughs> yeah. so what are well, love you know, blocks? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants more love. I mean, we, we sometimes we say we don't want 
love and we're, we're fine the way we are. Life is good the way it is. And, and maybe it is. Maybe somebody's really loving how their life is. And we all want to have that fullness, that richness. And a lot of us, most of us want to have that partnership. And when we have love blocks or what I call love shadows, things that get in our way, that gets in the way of, of true intimacy and and the beautiful connection that we can have with others. So I think that's what we're talking about today. Okay. Yeah. So to be clear for our listeners, are we talking just about how to get a relationship or are we talking about if you're already in relationship, how to, how to be better connected? Both. Absolutely both. Because this, this spills out into every interaction you have. So if you're wanting to have a better relationship, you're in a relationship and you want to take it to the next level, you need to understand why you say things you don't mean, act in ways you don't want to act and sabotage the very thing that you love, this person. Uh, and at the same same thing is if you're looking to have a partner and you're out there dating. And I, I do tend to work with a lot of people that are in that that place in, t- you know, in life where they're starting over and they don't want to do the same thing that they did in the past. They, they want to, uh, start over in a much better way and not fall down the rabbit hole. So they also need to understand what are their love blocks and what might potentially sabotage their dates, sabotage their next relationship. So cross the board. Yeah. And, and don't we, don't we find that that's true where, you know, when you're in partnership and you trust somebody, you like pick on them more than other people because you trust that they will be okay with it. And that's, that's a pattern that I see a lot in the people that I work with. And it's a pattern that I had a lot in my life before I started doing a lot of my own work. It's kind of a screwed up thing that, you know, the people we love the most are the ones we beat on the most. But it's it, it's actually a statement of safety and trust because it's a few times that the people who haven't been able to speak up can speak up. It's just we wait too long to do it and then it comes out sideways. You got it. And, and that's exactly right. It, it is a safe place or at least uh, a perceived safe place where we let down our, 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 our masks and then the shadows bubble up and it's our place, our container to heal. So that's why it all bubbles up. It's like, ah, you know, and, and then it comes out. And like you said, sometimes we wait way too long for us to express ourselves, and, and then it definitely comes out sideways. Right. And just for those of you on the other side of this, on the receiving side, that does not make it okay. It is not okay to, to be beat on even if you know that that means somebody trusts you, it's, it's, it doesn't make it okay. It means that they've got to figure it out. Exactly. Somebody has behavior that's out of shadow. We could say, Oh, well, you know, it's coming from their childhood. This is the programming. These are their beliefs. Yes. And they're acting in a way that is harmful, hurtful, and that's not okay. (laughs) It's not okay. You can, understand without being understanding of the behavior you can you can understand where it comes from but not have to put up with it so what are some examples so now we talked about what kelly it actually sounds very similar to what you when we did our warrior woman episode that sort of that way that warrior women love and the but you're weak right there and poke 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 get stronger get stronger kind of thing junie what are some examples some sort of discrete examples that the listeners might have for what love blocks are some things that they might be doing. Sure. So one example I'll give is when somebody has some challenge with their worthiness, where they feel like something is wrong with them, or maybe they're not feeling so great about 
how they're feeling in their body or how, how they've come across in the past where they've gotten messages that something's wrong with them and that's living inside of them. They are in a relationship or starting a relationship and there might be this voice in their head that, that is, is telling them, don't speak up. Don't ruin it. <laughs> don't let them really see the true you because then they're going to find out that something's wrong with you. And so what we might say is in shadow there or the, the love block that is hurting them is they've thrown away their self-esteem. They've thrown away their worthiness. And so now they're not fully showing up in their brilliance, in their beauty, and they have that mask on. And of course, if we date somebody with our mask on, they don't get to see who we are. And if they bring their mask, we don't get to see who they are. No wonder six months later in the relationship, they're going, whoa, I didn't see this coming. What happened to the person that I I just met? It's because we put these facades on. So these love blocks, these, these places where we've gotten wounded in the past have taken away our access to some of the beautiful qualities within us. And when we've squashed those qualities, like our vulnerability, our ability to speak up, our healthy boundaries, because we're afraid of the consequences that we had in the past, we bring that into the relationships. And that's where it comes out sideways and gets hurt. And I I tell people this all the time. I'm like, look, if you refuse to speak your truth to quote unquote, save the relationship, you've basically killed the relationship because you've stopped relating. And this is what we see happen time and time again. It's like, oh, I can't be without this person. I'm going to just buckle under or fold or, you know, cow, you know, cave in and, and give in. Yeah. So, and it's so yeah. painful when, when we're not able to really be ourselves and express ourselves. And I know I tell my partner, I've told my partner, when I stop talking and sharing, that's when you have to worry. <laughs> you know, that's when I'm like, all right, I've given up and I'm not going to reveal what's going on inside of me. That, 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 um, that encasement around my heart is, you know, that wall is up because I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go there. So we, we want to keep that openness so that we really truly can connect to our partners. Yeah, I, I actually remember the moment I decided that my husband was going to be my husband. And we were having a, a disagreement around something that had happened at a workshop. And, and I said, you know, this didn't work for me. And here's why. And he looked at me and he went, yeah, I can see how that would be. He said, I hope you will give me the opportunity to work on myself and fix it. And I was like, I'll give you infinite opportunities if that's your attitude, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Because not only did he acknowledge something happened within you Mm -hmm. and you felt heard, I'm sure, he then said, and now I will look at my side of the street and what I brought to the table. How how amazing. No wonder you're with him. (laughs) Good call. Yeah. So, but when we... One of the things that those of us who are a little more armored up, right, tend to think is that if we if we admit fault or if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable or be wrong, that we're going to be beaten upside the head for having admit admitted it, that it's going to be awful. Right. And what I found and what I have experienced from the other side is that when someone admits fault and when someone is vulnerable, I have infinitely more compassion and infinitely more ability to be with whatever mistakes they may have made than than if they just deny it, then I just get pissed off, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I call that strategic vulnerability, you know, the ability to be vulnerable because it's so important. And when is it safe to be vulnerable? Who to be vulnerable with? Because not everybody is, is a safe place to share. 
And you're so right. When 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 my partner really opens up and shares his vulnerability, it's, I, I drop in and go, oh, you know, it pulls me closer because it's authentic versus I'm not going to share it because of my wounds. It, 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 it's a beautiful thing. It brings us closer. I was just going to say with regards to what you just said there on um, it bringing you closer. When people are in relationship, Kelly, you just gave an example of how, you know, Jeff sort of um, opened up to give to give you himself the opportunity to say, look, I know that I've got stuff that I need to work on. If you let me do it, I will for us, for myself. What are some things that people can do in relationship to try to start to clear these love blocks to actually um, get to a point where they are acknowledging that that this is a a two-way street. You know, you talked about your side of the street. What are those things? Well, the first thing I always say is you have to be aware that something's not okay, <laughs> that something is not working. Why, whenever I do this, this drama happens? Or why am I walking around with knots in my stomach and feeling so alone? So looking for clues that something is is not in alignment with your truest self, because if you were in alignment and feeling at peace, all, all great. And in relationships, that is when we get poked. That's when, when our, our, our crap really does bubble to the surface. So being aware of, oh, when he says this, I notice something is going on inside of me. Clue, something's going on. And as soon as that happens, that doesn't mean that again, he didn't do something wrong or, you know, cross a boundary or something putting him aside, come back and go, well, what does that mean to me? And being able to go, what what is the message I just got from that person? I'm getting this message that what I have to say isn't that important or I don't matter or whatever the belief is. And that's where the work starts. Where did that come from? And what has been the impact on my life because of that belief? Right. Recognizing your own triggers and working to find out what causes them so that you can vocalize it. Otherwise, you're just screaming and yelling. You're not actually making you're just anything in your kid. helpful. Yeah. Yep, you're just in your wound. And acknowledging it and understanding it, again, is the first step because that's just not enough. This is stuff that is old and it's deep in our bones and we need to go in and, and it's beyond the conscious mind. So we have to get this to the subconscious mind, which is what shadow work does, to be able to go, well, what did you lose access to and why? And with special designed processes, we're able to go, oh, when I was a kid, this is what happened. I took on this belief. And then we go in and we shift the belief so that they can have new neural pathways and feel better and empowered and clear about who they really are. What is the truth and what is not theirs? What did they pick up along the way or lose along the way because of that experience? I, I remember in my first marriage having the same argument over and over and over again. And and you know me, I'm going to like try and take 15 different angles on it and try and fix it. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading books and I'm reading books. And, you know, we finally got through one of them and realized that my ex had a belief that if I clean the house myself, then I love him. And I was working 80 hours a week and paying for a housekeeper. And in his mind, that meant I didn't love him. And I'm like, dude, you know, we need to talk about how this gets done because I can't work 80 hours a week and clean the house, you know? And, and so, you know, there were, there were things there and this, this is stuff that happens, right? Especially when people get married, they enter the morphic field of marriage, which has all this 
uh, unconscious assumptions and beliefs and things that show up. So people who have been dating for eight years, fine, get married and suddenly their relationship is all cluttered up with a bunch of crap and they're going, what happened? And the answer is you triggered all of those unconscious beliefs about marriage as a thing and you entered the morphic field of marriage, which has its own stuff. Yeah, so it, it it's uh it, it's a complicated process this whole relationship thing. And it's amazing. <laughs> you know, this is this is the golden ticket to transformation and 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 having an amazing life because it's the fastest way to see where we've lost parts of ourselves. What have we lost in shadow? Because it's going to, you know, that mirror is going to come up, that mirror is going to come up and that mirror is going to come up and we have a choice. We can press play and have that same argument over and over and over and be stuck in. I mean, my God, my ex-husband and I at near the end when I had done a lot of my work, uh, I said to him, what, you know, oh, here we are again. Let me let me just press play because I know what you're going to say. I know what I'm going to say. You know, we're, we're going to end up in the same place. So I'm just going to stop right now and leave the room because I, I've seen this movie before, you know. <laughs> and so we have that choice. We can say, okay, we're going to stay in this painful place because I know it. And this is my comfort place. This is what, what I've done over and over and over. And so many people, especially over 40, are like, I'm done doing that. I don't want to keep falling into the same rabbit hole. And having these horrible experiences with my partner, what am I bringing to the table? You know, what am I doing that I keep seeing this pattern over and over again? And how do I shift? And when I work with my clients, once they shift, they call in a very different partner or their partner starts to shift and and go for the ride. And sometimes they don't and sometimes they move on. But overall, once we get to clear out and and break that pattern and, and embrace those those shadowy parts. We're different, and that's where love is is so spectacular. It's interesting you say that because that is some, uh, a habit that a lot of people fall into, especially as they reach uh, the middle of their lives or or a certain point where they're like, I don't want to start over. I don't want to do this all again. It's very easy for them to fall into this comfort crevice, if you will, of, you know, I can I know this fight. I can I know I'm going to make it out the other side of it. But that's not a healthy lifestyle to live in. Right. I mean, that you're you're missing out on a lot when you do that. Right. We're just getting by. And maybe the idea of change is way more scary than just managing the craziness that they have. And I get that. You know, a lot of times when people are married and they have their kids, it's like, okay, this isn't so bad. And let's just make this work because we have the kids or because of finances or whatever it is. But that is living a limited life. And when we look at it, we want something different. Well, and it's setting a horrible model for the kids. You know, you're modeling your relationship with your partner is the primary model for your children's relationship with their partner. And so, you know, this is what I always tell my clients. I'm like, look, you need to prioritize having a good relationship if you have children, you know, and because that's the one time that people tend to say, oh, well, for the sake of the kids, we'll stay together. And it's like, "Mm, that's that is not for the sake of the kids, you know. Because, you know, a bad relationship model is not good for the children. And I do love the message you gave there, Junie, which was uh, not necessarily 
you know, when things aren't going right or when you're having that same on repeat argument that it's not just give up, but there's an opportunity to work on yourself that you can actually bring your partner, not directly saying, come with me and dragging them, kicking and screaming, but the change in you often drives the change in them. So as there's there's opportunity for growth there and, and reuniting as part of doing that work on yourself and for yourself, not for them, not for the kids. It needs to be for yourself. Yeah, you can't do personal growth work for somebody else. It, it won't work. You won't do it. You know, you have to be in it for you or else. And and by the same token, you can't require someone else to do personal growth work for you. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> If you that's love a, me, you'll fix yourself. One. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> and of course, what they hear is, "I, you, you need to change, and I'm not being accepted for who I am." And that is a message that really hurts. Really hurts. Cool stuff. This has been great, Judy. I want to ask you. You've given us a lot of good information today. People are going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to learn more about what you're doing. Where can they find you and find more information about what's going on? Well, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but the easiest way is to to go to my website because everything is really there. Coach <laughs> Junie, J-U-N-I-E, moon.com. And there you'll see my podcast and you'll see a lot of my blog postings as well. Some really great trainings, free trainings and other guidebooks that you can uh, get there. And the name of your podcast is Midlife Love Out Loud, your one-stop okay. love shop. <laughs> and I happen to know that because I'm in it, there that you have a love-a-thon coming up in a couple of weeks, right? Or two, three weeks. A love-a-thon? Yes, yes I, I forgot to tell you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a love-a-thon. It's a it's a uh, a live virtual event called Magnetize More Love in Midlife. A love-a-thon where I, and it's a free event where women over 40 can come and learn amazing tools on how to lower the, the volume of their inner critic and take shame off of the, themselves, how to love their body, how to manifest their partner with dating tips and tools, as well as how to work with their energy. So, and so many, so many things. It's, it's a really awesome event. That is very cool. And speaking of awesome things, I happen to know that you also wanted to extend a little gift to the listeners of Spirit Sherpa. Yes, I do. I have a really great gift. When it comes to love blocks, we, we need to discover what it is so that we can have that deep intimacy with our partners. So I have a workbook called Find Fabulous Love After 40, and it's 10 steps to help you break through your love blocks so you can have that deep intimacy that you desire. And I'll give you the link to put in the show notes. Oh, perfect. That'll be great. So you guys got to make sure you check out the show notes to get the link for that. But it's going to be in there. Now, Kelly, we have talked about um, this over and over. And Junie, you, you mentioned your podcast. People sharing podcasts, sharing things on podcasts, we feel is so important. You've been doing a lot more work with people in the spiritual podcast community and getting out there. But one of the ways that people can really express what they're enjoying is by subscribing to the podcast, which we want you to do with Spirit Sherpa, and, and, but also rating and letting us know what it is that, that you like about the show and things like that, right? Definitely like this podcast and subscribe because you're doing such great work, Kelly. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we it really helps us when you guys like and uh, and rate when you rate and subscribe because for one it guarantees you're going to get the the podcast every 
week when it comes out. But for two, it also helps us get seen more. Um, specifically Apple iTunes is, is driven by the ratings. So if you're listening on iTunes, please, 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 pretty please with sugar on top, please rate and, and review because that helps us so much. And, you know, if you are wandering through a Facebook group and you find a post that you go, Oh, I remember Kelly had a podcast on that. Please find the link and drop it in for people. I would so appreciate that because that's another great way to share, share the, uh, the love, if you will. Yeah. And don't forget to come into the podcast group because we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff in there. We always, not just Kelly selling her house, but all kinds of things. (laughs) That's great. All kinds of fun yeah. stuff. But hey, All you know, she's selling yeah. her house. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to be asking Junie to join the podcast group as well. And so if you wanted to chat with her on Facebook, that would be an easy way for you to find her in the podcast, uh, in the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group. Um, and then you can chat with Junie and talk to her about, about what she does and about maybe getting, well, how about with this? We'll put the link to the gift and the link to the Loveathon in the podcast Facebook group. That's great. That's a great idea. Cool. Did you want to give us a Kellyism? Change isn't the ending of something old. It's the beginning of you. And there you have it, folks. That's our Kellyism for today. Junie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a, an absolute pleasure. Thank you. This was great. <laughs> and uh, thanks to everyone listening. But that is all that we have for this week. Be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Junie Moon. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 hours. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions, with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love.